It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, Wizards fans? It's your host, the real Ed Oliver and Brandon Scott. The Washington Wizards lose to the New York Knicks 118 to 109. The Wizards are officially eliminated from playoff and play in contention. Johnny Davis gets his first start, and Corey Kispert drops a career high 29 points. We're going to talk about the young guys and Chris S. Porzingis' potential extension. Let's get to it. You are locked on Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Price Picks. First time users can you receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on, that's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. So the Washington Wizards, once again, they lost to the New York Knicks 118 to 109. They had a hot start in the first half, um, but the Knicks woke up in the second half and took over. Uh, what were your thoughts about Johnny Davis's uh, first career start tonight and Corey Kispert's career high and, if, and also the young guys performing tonight? Man, again, I love what I saw from this team. You know, you're looking at uh, Kispert. 29 points, shooting 10 for 19, 4 from 11 for 3. You know, he continues to show how he's progressing as a player. And really, the big thing for him going into the offseason will be working on defense because his offensive repertoire is outstanding. I mean, he can shoot the, he can shoot the tray. He's, he can cut. You know, he's really, really came along as a player, man. And I love seeing how he's came along with, with you know, giving minutes, man. Um, Looking at Johnny Davis, 16.6 for 11, 2 from 6 from 3. Um. But but one thing I really like about Johnny Davis, man, is his defense. He can defend. You know, he is nasty on defense. He's a dog on defense. And that is the biggest part of what I love about Johnny Davis, man, his drive and his defense and his dog. Um, And just like Corey Kisper, man, when given playing time, he is steadily getting better. You know, with confidence, he's steadily getting better. Um, Another young guy. I was, it was really good to see Quentin Jackson play tonight, you know. Um, we were talking about the need for him. Both both of us wanted to see him play. And with us officially out of the playoffs and slash playing, why not? You know, you might see Isaiah Todd get some minutes down the stretch. I mean, yeah, I think right now you have to evaluate everybody and see where you at and see what you have in this, on this roster. And depending on where, what they decide to do in all season, whether it's bring the solid three back or rebuild, at least now you know they have a solid foundation of young guys that you can build upon. I think that Corey Kispert is a valuable piece of the future for this team. You know, same thing with, with you know, I mean, Denny is a little different because he's going to a contract year. So, you know, are they going to extend him? And if not, are they going to try to get value? But, you know, look at the young guys who are here for more than one year. Um, I like what I see from Jackson. Uh, man, look, Tosh Gibson. Tell me why this brother hit four threes all year long and then tonight decided to hit four threes. <laughs> I mean, he was rocking them, man. And, I mean, he had one in front of the Knicks bench because I know he used to play in New York. And uh, he was looking at he was looking down at the uh, coaches. So that was good to see Taj contribute, man. But nah, I mean, right now just let the young guys play, and I like what I see. I, I think that there is light at the end of the tunnel for this team as far as young talent. So I love it. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, just letting Johnny play, letting him get his first career start. Porzingis out with an illness. Um, don't know if he's ill or not, but doesn't really matter. I mean, they just they're doing the right thing. They're sitting the young guys, letting these guys play, letting these guys develop. Quentin Jackson finally getting playing time. Uh, had a really nice crossover in between the legs against uh, Jalen Brunson. Uh, went up and finished the layup over Mitchell Robinson. That was a really nice finish. Uh, Johnny Davis, uh, he's still, you know, inconsistent from the three-point line and uh, missed a couple free throws today. But like you said, the defense and the rebound, you can see how athletic he is. You can see the football background. He's not scared of contact. He's not scared of, you know, just fighting in the paint for rebounds and, and loose basketballs. You can just see that dog in him. What you saw from Wisconsin is it's starting to come out. The confidence is starting to come out. The shooting stroke, you know, it's going to take some time. Uh, just knocking down threes, two for six from the three, which is better than what he did uh, the other night um, against. Uh, I'm sorry, who who did they lose to? The Magic. Yeah, they lost to the Magic. Um, he, he struggled from three. Danny struggled from three. The whole team really struggled from three, except for Corey Kispert, who went. Uh, he hit what seven threes against the Magic? Just something. Uh, nine. Nine threes. He just went bonkers uh, from the three point line. And Corey Kispert, like you said, he's he's just played really really well ever since Bill's gone down and. Who's has gone down and Porzingis has gone down. He's played really, really well. Now, the only thing – and Denny had his stretch too because the question mark between those two when they – because Denny had his 25-point game against the, the uh, Boston Celtics, and now he's had two games where he struggled, nine points tonight, eight, eight turnovers, almost had as many turnovers as points or more, you know, more turnovers than points. Um, you know, I kind of question and ask myself, you know, when those guys come back. If they do come back next year, Bradley Bill, Kuz, and Porzingis, the solid three – which guy, you know, is this sustainable? Can Denny go in there and, and drop 25 points like he did against the Celtics? Or is Corey Kispert dropping 25, 27, 29? Is that more realistic when those guys come back? Because obviously, you know, Denny's not going to get the ball as much. Corey's not going to get the ball as much. Um, but looking at Corey, I feel like he can do – he can still – I think Denny can do some of these things that he's doing with these guys out. But I think Corey, honestly, he might have the, a better chance of keeping up what he's doing because, you know, he doesn't need the ball in his hands. He can just knock down threes. He can move without the ball and cut to the basket. Um, DeLon Wright, eight points. He played hard, seven assists. But, yeah, the first half was really good. I thought they played hard. The second quarter, they won the second quarter 30-19. to 19. They were rebounding the ball, getting stops, playing good defense. I thought they made it hard for Jalen Brunson. Um, Johnny Davis was guarding Jalen Brunson. Uh, DeLon Wright, I thought they made it tough for him. Of course, J- Jalen Brunson ended up with 27 points. Uh, but I thought they made it tough for them in the first half. And then the second half, kind of like the Magic game, the other team made adjustments. It's just tough for them to score. They kind of, you know, try They try their best to take Corey Kispert out of the game. Um, and other guys just really couldn't score off the dribble or create a shot for themselves. And then Obi Toppin, he had a really good game. He had 21 points. Uh, Jalen Brunson with 27. Emmanuel quickly with 22. Quentin Grimes with 27 and six threes. We give up a lot of threes to small forwards. And shooting guards. Every time we see a small forward, uh, Keegan Murray, Michael Porter Jr., um, Gary Harris, just to name a few guys, we always give up a whole bunch of threes to those guys. So I'm not surprised that Quentin Grimes ended up with 27. It was a winnable game for sure. But once again, I'm not mad that we lost. I'm happy that we helped the lottery stand, helped our lottery odds. Um, and the Wizards, once again, they're eliminated from uh, playoff contention, playing contention. I'll say two things about um, the performance of Kispert and Denny Aviha to a certain degree is that, um, one, point guard becomes the emphasis of the offseason because you don't, you're not hurting too bad at wing right now. Now, I'm not opposed to another wing being acquired, but, you know, you don't necessarily need a wing right now because I think that Kispert and Denny have both showed enough that where, you know, I'm going to my second point, you know, you're, we're not hurting too much if Kuzma walks because you have two guys who can play the wing. 
Now, obviously, I want to see um, Kisper work on his defense in the offseason. Obviously, in flip side, Denny work on that three-point shot and add some more tools to his offensive repertoire. But, you know, I like what I've seen Kisper, man, especially starting. I haven't, you know, going into the offseason, obviously we're going to talk about KP and, and a potential uh, extension. But, you know, this shows it gives you a little glimpse of the future of the franchise a little bit because Kisper can play some basketball. I mean, he's gotten better. You know, he really can shoot the rock. You know, his high basketball IQ. You know, he continues to really impress people. And, you know, looking at Denny, obviously, you know, consistency his, is his issue. But defensively, he's shown enough to where, you know, he can stop a lot of these wings if he started. So, it, it, no, I love what I see from these young guys, man. It, it's really good seeing Johnny Davis come in and play quality basketball, you know, especially struggling early on, you know, working his way through the go-go and really building his confidence up. Uh, Gaff kind of underwhelming a little bit. Uh, you didn't see too much from him. Um, so yeah, I love what I see from the young guys at this point, you know, we're officially out of the game. So, you know, we really, I want to see what we got because this is the future. We, you're really at this point, they're showcasing what we got for the future. So now, nah, man, you know, this is, I, I, I'm with you. I felt like it was a winnable game, but then I was like, oh man, <laughs> I don't mess up the lottery house, man. So, you know, it's just sweet and sour filling, man, but not nah, hat goes out to Kisper, man, because he's really, really evolving as a player. Right. Yeah. Jordan Goodman gave some good minutes. Kendrick Nunn. Uh, he had what eleven points tonight. Uh, I know he's trying to get another contract. You know, I don't, I don't know if it's going to be with the Wizards uh, next year. But you know, of course, he's showcasing for himself. He had three threes. Uh, Jordan going five for eleven, seven boards and six assists. Um, and uh, Johnny Davis sixteen points in his first start. So um, I thought there were some flashes shown from Johnny for sure tonight. Now about the wing position, Kuzma. Uh, I know the Wizards. Of course, the Wizards they want to bring him back. Uh, the only thing, if you do, if you let Kuzma walk and you let Denny and Corey play, the question mark is consistency. And yes, there was some inconsistency with inconsistency with Kuz as well. But of course, you you knew that you know Kuz was going to be there, and you know he'll give you twenty points a game. You know he's going to rebound, he's going to pass. You know he's going to get to the basket, just shot creation, getting to the basket consistently and creating a shot for yourself is still questionable with Denny and uh, also Corey. Just consistency there. Um, and of course, Kuzma at this point is, is just the better player between those two guys. Um, but of course, you know, the price and the contract and, you know, does does Kuzma really want to come back? Because there's going to be a lot of suitors for Kuz. You know, there's, there's L.A., there's out west. And, you know, so we'll see what happens with him. But um, as far as a starter with those guys, you know, they, they do need more playing time to improve. But if the Wizards really do want to make a playoff push, then you probably would keep Kuz or see if there's another wing out there to, to, you know, help this roster out a three and D guy, somebody that can knock down threes. And Kisper's showing that too. He is showing that. So maybe he could be, maybe he, if he plays like this every game, then maybe he could work, work, certainly work his way in the starting lineup. If he's going to go out there and hit, you know, three or four threes a game, then he's got to play at least 30 minutes a game. So, um, but we're going to get into talks about the Chris Porzingis extension news or possible extension. But before, we do get into that. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Uh, today, the picks I put in, I, I did uh, put a, a, a player prop in for Jalen Brunson to get over 29 and a half points. Uh, he ended up with 27, so I did not hit that. Um, I was yesterday, I put in a prop for Denny to hit not 29 and a half points, but he had a rough game against the Magic. I did put in a prop for Franz Wagner, Wagner from the Magic to get over 25 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. 
he did get a, get the over in that. So I've had a rough day the past couple of days, but there's some good days in there. So this is how prize picks works. You pick two to six players, and if they will go score more or less than their prize fix projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize fix offers projections on any sport that you watch. This includes NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, the national championship was today, soccer, WNBA, Eurobasket, Eurobasketball, cricket, and more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy, safe, and fast withdrawals. Currently operational in over 30 states in Canada. Download the PriceWix app or go to PriceWix.com to sign up and sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code Locked On. If you deposit $100, PriceWix will give you $100. If you deposit $50, PriceWix will give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code Locked On at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so the news that came out, I want to say it was Thursday, from the athletic Sham Sharania. Uh, I'm going to read the article here really quickly. Um, so it says Porzingis and Wizards are in contract extension talks. The Washington Wizards and center slash forward Chris S. Porzingis are in active talks about a contract extension. League sources tell the athletic, here's what you need to know. Porzingis and the Wizards have been seriously discussing a new deal in which he would opt out of his $36 million player option for the 2023-2024 season and sign a new long-term deal, according to new sources. I'm not going to read the article. I'm not going to read the whole article. I'm just read a, I'm just going to read a part of it. The Wizards can offer Porzingis a maximum of four years, $180 million, if he opts out for next year and extends his deal. The deadline to reach such an agreement is in late June. The Wizards, who have dealt with a variety of injuries and setbacks this season, are 34 and 42 at that time. Now we're 34 and 44. And in 11th place in the Eastern Conference, they have decisions to make on the futures of Porzingis and forward Kyle Kuzma. Um, so I'm trying to see if there's anything else from the article. Um, but what are your thoughts on it? Um, of course, the solid three, are you going to tie up? You know, you got to pay what bill 50 million uh, per year. Then you're going to have to pay Porzingis possibly 36 or more per year. Um, Chase Hughes said that he thinks that Kyle Kuzma possibly could get 30 million per year. Uh, so, I mean, you're you're doing the math with 50 plus 30. So that's 80 per year, really 40 per year with Porzingis contract. And then another 30 or even just 25 uh, adding Kuzma's contract. And you're looking at basically almost near $100 million per year for a solid three that just got eliminated from the play-in and playoffs. So what are your thoughts about it? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, I want to rebuild. I think that for long-term success, this franchise needs to rebuild. But they're intent on bringing this solid three back. They're really intent. So like you said, I mean, when you look at a potential deal for KP – and a potential deal for Kuzma, and coincide that with a deal or for the Supermax contract for Bradley Bill. And then you got to throw in the, the extension that kicks in next season for Daniel Gafford, and you still have Denny. You still got Monte Morris. I mean, I just yeah, like you said, the only way this adds up if they go into the luxury tax. And, you know, Ted has said many things, but he also said that he doesn't want to pay the luxury tax. So, again, I, I, I'm really confused about what the actual direction is as far as what they really want to do because – to me, it looks like 
I mean, they're not going to say it right now, but I think they're choosing between Kuz and KP, and they're taking the. It's like a military. What we say in the military is a path of least resistance, and that's kind of what they're doing. You know, the, they're reaching out to one of them because uh, we see that early on. You know, they need to be transparent and see where their head is at. You know, do what they want to stay, do what they want to go, and it seems like out of the the uh, the duo of Kuzma or I mean, KP, KP's the one who you know got in the talk. So because I think if you sign one, you don't sign both. I, I because you got to be, I mean, he's, Ted's got to know this. Tommy's got to know this. You know, you cannot pay all three and not go into the luxury. So I think, you know, you know, like they always use smoke and mirrors and I really try to tell people what they're trying to do. So I think that if they sign KP long-term, Kuz walks. Because like you said, this core has proven that, you know, we haven't even made the plan. And so what do you know, we're, what's the vision? So outside of that, no one, they're not going to rebuild the, what I have a problem with it. No, I like KP. I like his game. I like how, when healthy, he played at an all-star level this season. He was an all-star. And I was, you know, I stand by that. I believe he should have been an all-star selection this year. You know, obviously the injury concerns, they always in the back of everybody's mind, you know, especially when you get into this type of money. You know, once you go into that long-term contract, man, you know, obviously a big red flag would be his injury concerns because look in D.C., man, we have an issue with signing long-term contracts with people and they didn't mess around and get hurt. You know, Gil went down. Well, I mean, we paid Gil after he went down. So, you know, it's tough to say. But, I mean, you can't see he hasn't earned it, man. You know, he had a really good season. You know, and if you, you know, combine that with late last season coming over from Dallas, he he came in, he did his job, and he really worked at his game. He worked on being healthy. And he did what you expect players that are part of the foundation of your franchise to do, which is work on your game and work on yourself. So he's been a professional and a lot of reports came out that he's been great with the young guys, especially Denny. You know, um, so he's been he's had leadership. You know, he's shown leadership. You know, he's really so I would have a problem with it, to be honest with you. Like I said, I think we're both in the same boat. We both want to rebuild, but I, I don't think they're really trying to hear us. <laughs> I think they're intent on bringing one of them back. And I think that KP, this shows that KP may be the guy that comes back. I, I just, I, and that's why I brought up the comment about Kispert and Denny because. You know, it makes more sense now with KP or um, sorry, Denny and Kispert the way they're playing because, like I said, I see Kuzma walking and I see them re-signing KP, but then you very well can see Kispert or Denny or even both depending on the matchups start at the three next year. So, yeah, I think this shows that they're serious about bringing KP, and I think that the chances of Kuz coming back is getting slimmer. So, right, yeah, and the only thing with Denny starting at the three, we saw how it worked. You know, the three-point shooting. Has to improve on that, of course. You know, if they bring Kuz back, you know you're getting a better shooter from the three-point line. Um, so that that would be the thing if you let Kuz walk and, and opt to go with Denny and Kispert starting at your wing position. Um, but Porzingis, he had a great season, and he's definitely going to get paid. If not here, he's going to get paid from somewhere else. Um, he played in 65 games this year, and, if, you know, if he doesn't sit out for an illness uh, for these last couple games of, of the year, then, you know, he, he, may get to, he could have got to 70 games. So – that was the big thing. That was the biggest concern. Can he stay healthy? Um, you know, he's had some really good first halves and the second halves. He's quiet. I don't know if that's on the coaching or on him, but he had some big games, 43 points against the Timberwolves. Um, there were some games where he hit a, a good amount of threes. I thought he was, you know, not, I wouldn't say more physical in the paint, but he was definitely getting to the basket. Um, do have a couple of numbers. So he averaged 23 points, 23 points a game, 8.4 boards, uh, 2.7 assists per game as well. Um, right now, Per NBA University, he, uh, Chris, Chris Porzingis, Porzingis had the highest field goal percentage on drives in the entire NBA this past month of March at 76%. 
Um, super underrated. Killian closeouts, extremely decisive, a big time finisher off the bounce. Uh, having an unbelievably un- underrated healthy season for the Wiz. So I-, I thought he had a, I thought he had a great season. Like you said, I thought he played at an All Star level at times. I would love to see him rebound the ball more. But the thing is, yeah, I, I think it's starting to get to. I don't think they can really keep the solid three, honestly. And, and is it really worth paying Porzingis $36 million or north of $36 million per year if you can't even make the playoffs? Do they have a real plan to acquire a point guard? Do they plan on acquiring a point guard through the draft? Or do you want to use the money that you were going to use on Kuz? Do you want to do a sign-in trade with Kuz and maybe pick up a guard or a point guard or somebody that can handle the ball, somebody more explosive? Uh, what, what's your plan with that? Are they capable of doing a sign and trade with Kyle Kuzma if he does decide to sign with it with another team? So those are the question marks there. But I do think I do think you're you're right. I do think they're they're gonna have to choose between one or the other. Um, and, and it's looking like Porzingis. I think Porzingis he plays well with Denny. He's a great leader, like you said as well. Um, he moves the ball well. Um, doesn't need the ball in his hands to score. You know, pick and pop, pick and roll. Him and Bill had a good chemistry this year as well. So Chris Chris has. He really, honestly, you could argue that he was the best player on the team this year. Out of the big three, led the team in points. Uh, I want to find the stats as well. I think he was leading the team in points and rebounds. Oh yeah, he's lead, he's leading the team in points this year, rebounds and rebounds this year, blocks this year, and free throws. He really gets to the free throw line a lot as well, and he really can dominate a game and take over. When he has his mindset in, he can really dominate and take over a game. That's the frustrating thing with him: is the first half he would dominate games. The second half, he would kind of shy away. And I do think some of that was on West not getting in the basketball. But to build this team, if they do want to be competitive, I, I personally I don't see it with this solid three. But maybe if you do somehow deal coups, you can pick up a, a couple of guys that can help the team out, some wings, some three and D guys, um, and roll Porzingis and Brad and somehow pick up a point guard, then maybe they could fight and scratch and claw to make the playoffs. But once again, you just see that the end, the, the, the end of the road with bringing these guys back, it, it's just going to be another, another playing situation or not making the playoffs. Yeah. But I think they're more successful with bringing one of them back and not both because yeah. I, you know, if you look at the potential money that you would give out to Kuzma, you can, you can get help in, in free agency. You know, you can go get a role guy or a wing. You know, you have more flexibility. Don't hold yourself down hostage with signing all three of these guys. Like I said, you know, they've proven that they can't get to that level in the Eastern Conference. So why pay all three? I think that, yeah, this is them saying that, look, KP was the guy that said he was more, you know, he told him I want to stay. Because obviously, you know, Kuzma's going to take more time. He's really going to look at his options. And, you know, he... And, you know, he, he's been real methodical in how, you know, he says what he wants to do in all season, and I get it. But I just – I don't see it happening, man. I don't see him staying. I don't – you know, now, it's not to say that they won't pay him $30 million a year because we very well know that, the you know, the, the Ian Mahimi moves of the Welsh and Wizards. But, you know, I just – I don't think – you don't need Kyle Kuzma. Look, look, don't get it twisted, man. I'm a big fan of him. I like Kyle Kuzma. I, I really love how his game has evolved in D.C., and I appreciate his time in D.C., and – you know, in any other circumstances, I would not mind him being long, here long term. But unfortunately, this is the situation that we're in. You got to choose because just like you said, paying all three, you're going to hold yourself handicapped, man. And it's going to be hard to build. It's hard enough to build around Bill just with his contract. Now, you throwing KP with that contract. No, it needs to be a two hit monster and you need to go ahead and find other role players. So yeah, that's where I stand on the man. You know, I think KP, it'd be, it would be a good move. Now, you know, like I said, we both are rebuild guys and I get it. But they're not gonna they're not gonna push that button, man. And I think the best alternative at this point 
for everybody involved is KP being resigned because I'll say this I'd rather have KP resign and Kuz walk than Kuz resign and KP walk. Because if you look at the skill set of KP as the modern NBA center, I mean he can shoot from behind the arc. He can I mean obviously his rebound can get better, you know, but he's he, I mean he's that piece that I would I would go ahead and combine with Bill Man. So yeah that's how I feel about it. I, I you know like I said I'm a re, rebuild guy but I would definitely welcome him here long term. So <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm with you too. I, I love Kuz, and they they do want Kuz back. Tommy Shepard is talking highly of Kuz, but uh, it takes two to tango. Does Kuz really want to come back? We're we're gonna get a quick word from Brandon, and then we'll get to some comments tonight. Yes, sir. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. The Built March Madness bracket is here. You know you have a favorite bar or puff, and now's your time to make a count. Go to builtmarchmadness.com to vote for your favorites. You know I'll be voting for coconut puff. And if you want the Wizards to win, then you have to be voting for that bar too. Support your team, support your bar or puff. And when you vote for your favorite bar or puff, you will be entered into a drawing where 50 lucky locked on listeners will get a free box of built. That's right. 50 or a free box of built. Not only that, but one locked on fan will win a 12 month subscription to built to have built's best bars of puffs delivered monthly straight to your door. You got to try built. Built, the best protein bar ever. Seriously, it's so amazing. You won't even know they're good for you. What makes Built Bars and Puffs so good? Well, for starters, they're all high in protein, low in sugar, and covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right. Real chocolate. Run to BuiltMarchMadness.com right now to vote for your favorite bar puff and pick up a box while you're there. You can vote every day in March, so hop in and support your pick. And obviously, we just hit April, so. <laughs> but definitely, definitely, uh, definitely support Built. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So let's get into some comments. Yeah, we'll probably read one or two. We'll probably get into some more. There's 70 comments on here, so we'll, <laughs> we'll probably read one or two and then wrap it up. Uh, of course, Israeli, Israeli fandom is in the house. He said Danny has played great tonight. He could be a double-double machine if he was coached correctly. Um, didn't have his best game tonight. Um, eight turnovers when you almost have more turnovers than points. It is concerning. Uh, nine points, eight turnovers. Uh, he did have a nice take to the basket, I thought. Or I want to say it was against Obi Toppin. I thought he did start to get downhill. He had a really nice pass to Gafford as well when the Wizards went on their run. Um, but, yeah, it's just the inconsistencies. You know, he'll have 25 points against the Celtics. Then he'll struggle against the Magic. He'll struggle against the Knicks. And then maybe he'll go on, on a turbo run. So it, it's just the consistency that I just have not been able to see from him throughout his career. You know, that, that's just what I'm going to see. I know he's not going to go out there and drop 25 every night, um, but you just want to see consistency. I don't, I, you know, so the three-point shooting, one for three from the three, from the three-point line, um, three boards, usually rebounds more than that. So that was a little surprising to me that he didn't rebound as much as he usually does because he's usually, like you said, a double-double machine. He's a guy that can go out there and get you 10 boards uh, pretty easily, you know, eight to nine boards. So that was probably the most concerning in, in the turnovers tonight as well. Yeah, you know, as far as Denny, man, it really behooves him to work on his shot and really work on his offensive repertoire in the offseason because, you know, whether he stays or not is a contract here. So, he look, his future is in his hands. 
you know, for him to really try to get that bag, he's got to get better on offense. And I think he will. He's He's got the drive. You know, the biggest thing with Denny is just confidence. When he's has lack of confidence, he just he's not the same player as when he has a high level of confidence. So, you know, like I said, the ball's in his court. No, no, <laughs> it is. I mean, his future's in his hands. So he has to work on his game. You know, his defense is not an issue, obviously, but his offense contract here, you want to get that bag, he's got to work on that offense. So, mm-hmm. 100%. Yep. Finish with your left hand, jump with your left hand. Uh, you know, we'll see if he, where he's going to work out. He's going to work out Drew Hanlon or work out somewhere else. We'll see. Um, Desan says another night, a career night, uh, another career high for Corey Kispert, man. He's definitely the best young guy we have, right? If he improves his defense, he could be a huge piece of this team. Yeah, I mean, he's. I'm, I've been impressed. I think out of the young guys who have been, you know, scoring a lot of points lately with with the solid three being out, I think I think his game is is very sustainable. I think he can carry this over into next year. And I think you know if teams double team Porzingis, teams double team Bill, and Corey Kispers wide open, he's gonna he's gonna make you pay, man. He's knocking these three down. He's knocking them down, moving off the dribble. He had a step back. He had ten points in the first quarter. Um, he's playing really well. He's hot right now. He's playing a lot of confidence. Ten for nineteen. Um, get to the basket, finishing with either hand around the rim. I've been very impressed with Corey Kispert. Um, I have nothing but good things to say. I just want to see, you know, can he do it with a solid three coming back? And I think, I think he can do it. I think he can, I think he can knock down shots and um, move without the ball and get to the basket. So I've, I've been very impressed with the way he's played. Yeah. I mean, I think he's the biggest piece of the future right now. If you look at, you know, his skill set and his contract. You know, we said it before. You know, it's nothing against Denny. I like him as a player. I I like what he's done in D.C., man. But, you know, if you look at the fact that he's going to a contract year, you know, they got to make a decision on Denny. Um, Because if you're not going to extend him, you got to get value. And he's got some value. His defense carries value. Um, looking at Kisper, yeah, man, he's he's impressed me. I like what I see from Kisper. He's really gotten better, especially with playing minutes. So, you know, with playing time, man, he's really – shown that he can play at a high level man especially with that shooting i mean he's easily the best shooter in that draft man i mean he he is really shooting at a high level so yeah i definitely agree yeah it's really between him and trey murphy who was selected what one spot behind him or two spots behind him yeah a lot of wizards fans wanted trey murphy but i'm happy with what we've gotten from uh Corey kisper for sure he's, he's playing really good ball uh design said four nicks with at least 20 points tonight when do we get to see this amazing defense west supposedly right here you know, we'll, we'll just laugh at that comment. You know, there's nothing much to say about that. We talked about West defense all year. We, you know, so, I mean, we'll see. Maybe maybe not, if West is still here next year, maybe we'll see some improvement on the defensive side of the ball. Um, Bullets Nation said, and with this loss, we are, officially, we are officially eliminated from playoffs. Will this convince Ted that change is needed? New GM, a new coach? Um, apparently not. I mean, they're trying to give out an extension to Chris Esperzingis, and then, you know, they had talks before the trade deadline to extend or re-sign. Kyle Kuzma. So they really want to bring this three back. They really think that they can win with this three. They want to be competitive with Bradley Bill as the number one guy. So, um, no, this has zero effect on, on Ted from what I see. Yeah, nothing's going to change as far as – I mean, we can sit here and say that we definitely need to evaluate head coach, but, nah, I don't, I don't think he's going anywhere. I, I don't think Tommy's going anywhere. They're going to stick with him. And like I said, they're intent on bringing this solid three back, but – but then again, I mean, they got to know, man. They got to know they can't afford all three. So we'll, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, and that first that first round pick, we'll see what they do with it. it I don't know. You know, T- uh, Tommy, is a, he's a disciple of Ernie Grunfeld, so they may try to trade the pick for a veteran point guard. We'll see what happens with that, you know. Um, the press Wizards fan says, Danny, nine points, eight turnovers, four fouls. What was he doing? Question mark, question mark, question mark. 
unacceptable. I'm with Brandon. You have to package him in two seconds for a extra first this year. Um, we'll see. I don't him in two him him in two seconds for a first. I don't know how the league values him. You know, if if they only gave up Kendrick Nunn in three seconds for Rui, then it's probably going to be something similar to that. So I, I don't even see us getting a first for Denny at this point. Um, it, it's just hard. To, it's hard to tell. I'm just trying to think of a team that would give up a first for Denny. Um, because if you if you give up a first, I feel like you would want him to come in and start. And I'm trying to think of some teams that, you know, he would come in to, to start on a, on a competitor on a playoff team at, at this moment. So, um, but I would love to get that back for him if if they know that they're not going to resign him because you know, like we've seen with the past couple of years, they didn't resign Rui. Of course, you would have wanted to get a better package for him early if you could have traded him earlier. Um, but Danny is just so up in the air. We'll see what, what happens with him. I think Corey, Corey, the way he's playing, I know it's without Kuz, Bill, and, and Brad. I mean, Brad and Porzingis. But if he keeps it up, then he he might actually get a, a, another contract from the Wizards, which is what we don't see from first round picks a lot for the Wizards. Yeah, I don't see it, man. I don't. I don't see it. I think he will be moved because I think his value is up there, and I think it. It's it's really one of those situations where it works for both sides. I think it's better for him. A chain of scenery will help his development. You know, somewhere where he can actually develop and just a value at him. So, no, I, I personally don't think, man. If I if I put money on a bet, I, I I see him being moved, whether it's in the off season or at the deadline. But I see him being moved before he hits for uh, restricted free agency. Right. Yeah, any man said the Chris break out of some social something special. Um, yeah, the defense, of course. I know a lot of people are talking about his defense. You know, he was getting letting Emmanuel quickly get to the basket, and other guys get to the basket. But um, that's you know, Corey Kisper, he's just not known for his defense. We knew that coming out of college. You know, you came in, he's drafted to shoot the ball and score. Of course, you got to play defense. I'm not, you know, making excuses for him, but you know, can he be can he improve his defense for sure? Um, but defense is, is not his calling card for sure. Um, a pod named Kickback, he asked if we wind up with a pick outside the top five, are there any difference makers on the projected picks six through ten? We'll talk about that um, later. Um, Desan said Anthony Black, Desan Wallace, uh, guys like that. So those are some guys that are definitely definitely had pretty good tournament. Desan Wallace had a good tournament game. Anthony Black played pretty well in the tournament as well. At Arkansas, Desan Wallace from Kentucky. So we'll, we'll talk about those guys later. we got a long wait for the draft to come, so uh, we'll definitely start talking about the draft pretty, pretty soon here. But we're going to wrap it up tonight. Brandon, did you have anything else that you wanted to add? Ah, no, sir. I'm good to go, man. Appreciate y'all. Yes, sir. So uh, we just want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Now, for your second listen, check out the Game to Game podcast. Every moment, every top performance, every result, Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NBA, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, wherever you get podcasts. Also, thank you guys for 3,000 subscribers. means a lot. Make sure you guys hit the notification bell. Hail to the Wizards. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.